Welcome to Chapter 12 of the Kinsman Die Podcast, home of fantasy fiction based on Norse mythology that's written and read by me, Matt Bishop. In this podcast, I read my first novel, Kinsman Die, one chapter at a time. Every five chapters, I recap the key plot points and provide some insight into the myths I've referenced in the book, as well as some of the creative choices I made along the way. I'll ask this later as well, but please, leave a review on whichever platform you listen on. That's one of the key ways to raise the show's visibility, and obviously for letting me know what all you listeners from all over the world think of the podcast and the book. A five-star review would be great, but hey, do what you feel. Here's a super quick recap of what's been happening in the book so far. Baldur, the son of Odin and Frigg, has disturbing, unexplainable dreams. Frigg summoned Odin back to investigate them, but it seemed that a town in Vidar Odinson's territory was attacked at roughly the same time. Vidar is there now, at the town, but he called for reinforcements. So, Odin is about to leave again, riding out to his son's aid, leaving a somewhat angry, but perhaps relieved Frigg behind, as he goes with his son Baldur to Vidar's aid. Also, meanwhile... Loki is up to something beyond dinner with his family. And Hodor, who we rejoin in this chapter, has just arrived back in Ifington and has, it seems, come home. Let's do this. Chapter 12. Hodor. I won't need you this evening meal, Hodor, Lara called from the cooking area of their small longhouse where she was preparing a midday meal for him. I wasn't expecting you back for another day or so. Turned out my timing was good, Hoder said. Why that traitor won't ride another night up here is beyond me. He'd make twice as much. He heard the swish of her dress as she moved closer, pulling the smell of warm bread and fish along behind her. He felt her loom close, and, a moment later, heard the clunks of the stoneware cup and the wooden platter on the table to his side. He sat on the bench built into the wall opposite the main door. It was thrown open so that fresh, cool air mixed with the warmth inside. Alara squeezed onto the bench beside him and snaked an arm under his. I'm glad you're back early. Hoder let her statement hang in the air, then grinned and squeezed her hand. I am too. Conan nearly yanked me off my feet when she smelled the river. So you decided to wait? He shifted on the bench to face her. Not that it mattered, since he couldn't see her. I thought about just going, but he shrugged. I'm sorry. Oh, Hoder, she said, touching his cheek. It's all right. When you're ready, you'll go. I'm not being fair to you, and it's not... You know, you get like this every midwinter, right? Do I? Yes, he heard the smile in her voice. And it's all right, really. I knew what I was getting into. He snorted. No, you didn't. Well, no, not at first, but after that... Maybe I'll go after midwinter, so I don't get all mixed up in my brother's celebration. You say that every winter, she patted his leg. Go when you're ready. If I wait too long, my father will probably be gone again, he said, laying his hand over hers. And I'm not being fair to you. But you haven't talked to your family, let alone your father, for what? Fifty winters? I understand, Hoder. I do. He pulled her onto his lap. Not a night goes by that I don't thank Aegir for sending me to you. And I love you, Hoder. I'm a patient woman, but not sixty winters patient, she said, smiling. He knew because he heard it in her voice again and felt it in her kiss. 
She slid off his lap. Eat up. Before it gets too much colder, I'll be in the wayhouse, and don't you come in tonight. I have it covered. Well, I have to do something to earn my keep around here, he said, reaching out to try and pull her back onto his lap. He got nothing except the whisper of her dress. Go muck out the stables, then, she called from the doorway. I can smell them from here. Well, folks, that was Chapter 12 of Kinsman Die. I hope you enjoyed it. Hodor sat and conversed with a woman named Alara. They appear to be in an intimate relationship, and they're talking around a topic that, while familiar to them, is perhaps less so to us. And as I read and reread and am rereading these chapters over and over for the recording, I am coming across things that I either did on purpose, didn't do deliberately, or forgot that I did on purpose. As an example, I have three pairings of man-woman couples, Odin and Frigg, Loki and Sigyn, and now Hodor and Alara. In each of those relationships, so far at least, the only disagreement, the only negative interaction, the negative tension between the, the, the pairs is between Odin and Frigg. And I don't know if I did it on purpose, uh, just juxtaposing the seemingly healthy relationship with the potentially unhealthy one that's happening between Odin and Frigg. But if anyone asks, I will, of course, take full credit for it, assuming it works It works out well, narratively. If not, I'll just blame somebody. And if you feel like it's working, then please let me know via a rating or review of the podcast on whatever app or platform you use. Also, please share the, co- the podcast. That, that helps a ton. And finally, please consider supporting my work by buying my books or in some other way, likes, follows, Patreon, locals, etc., And I'd also enjoy hearing from you. You can email me at mattbishopwrites at gmail.com. And with that said, I will again leave you with this thought from the sayings of the High One, Odin himself. And as always, this is the Bellows translation, which is available on sacred texts. Verse 12. Less good there lies than most believe in ale for mortal men. For the more he drinks, the less does man of his mind the mastery hold. (laughs) 